We are back in the warehouse for Blitzball Battle 4. Dan Rourke's fourth team is the one that might stick. Let's talk Blitzball. Welcome to the Blitzball Boys, the podcast about ball sports and warehouse, but lately about Blitzball. I'm your co-host, Brendan Ruppel, along with my fellow host, Peter Del Rey. Hey, Brendan. Season two. Season two. Season two. We're back for season two. Blitzball Battle 4. We're here. Man. We're back to what we do best and the recaps of these games. Yeah, we're back to what we and always uh, intended on doing. This is this is our bread and butter. That's why we started the podcast in the first place. Uh, yeah. We are being forced to do the rest of the shows. Um, yep. Not for pay, of course. Not for pay. But, never uh, no, never for pay. We don't, we don't sell out. It's, it's mostly because of uh, threats. For deep threats. Mostly threats. Yeah. On our lives, on our li- <laughs> on our lives, <laughs> on our lives. But um, it's, uh, so, Peter, how excited are you to, to just be back in Blitzball Battle season? Oh, I'm so excited! The, like, there's something about we've done. Obviously, if you listen to the podcast, you you know we've done other Blitzball um, content, whether it be for the Blitzball channel, whether it be um, for. Uh, which one did we do? One inning league, I think. I don't think we did. Blitz. We, we just did Blitz. Blitz. Yeah, we did it for Blitz. Um, we it like Blitzball Battle f- feels bigger, mm-hmm. and like the production value really speaks to it as well. Yeah. Um, everything about this this game was incredible. This is the best Blitzball game I think I've seen since Blitzball Battle Three. Yeah, it's 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 been gone for so long, and more it just feels like that a little bit because there's been so much in between. It hasn't been like physically that much time, I guess, since the last one. Um, but there, a lot has happened since then. But it, it's just yeah. crazy how like oh, there's all this build up to the big battle because this is like the original sport that they put on the warehouse, and can it live up to how big BB three was? And they start with this huge game, and it's like oh yeah, yeah, they they pick up right where they left off. Yeah. It was incredible. It's great. It was it was truly a fantastic, fantastic game. Um, and before we like get too too into it, Brenda, you want to burn it up? Bring up, bring on back with the burn. We're back with the burn. Here we go. Back with the burns. I did not proofread this. Well, that's okay. Read your typos. It'll be no walk in the parks and recreation for we got eyes as they take on Dan Rourke and Leslie Norp. Jimmy immediately oh, oh, shuts oh, oh, up oh, oh. and any doubters with a big two-run shot to give Wugas an early lead. But say it ain't so. Three home runs for Lorenzo to max out their score at five. Uh-oh. Somebody learned how to hit. Dan Rourke smokes a double to tie up this game. We go to extras with Dan Rourke on the mound who can't give up more than a single. He pounds, though, up and in twice for the strikeout that wins the first game of the tournament. And Wugas wins in extras seven to six, and that's after uh, the extra inning rules, of course. Yeah, that's how's it feel to do says. burns again, Brendy? Feels good. It's fun. It's also it's exciting to do these in a way that I, I going into it, I was like, ah, I got I have so much work to do. I got to write these burns. I'm like, oh yeah, I only have to write one. It's nice to have to do one. Yeah. There's a period of time I forget where we at. I forget what the circumstances were, but I had to do Roulette. like three or four at a time. Yeah. It was roulette, and then it was when we got into the Blitzball channel stuff, the 1v1, 
where they were like, all right, can you start with this? And and we were like, you're eight games deep already. And you're yeah. like, well, just do yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll do eight burns for episode. I, it's also exciting for me going into um, this tournament having a couple new names, too, because I, I get to see what those bring. Yeah. So it is to funny to me uh, seeing your face and how proud you were when you said, uh-oh, someone learned how to hit. That was pretty funny. <laughs> I, I had to do a little bit of facial acting there because it doesn't, uh, it's not a one-to-one of the uh, Happy Gilmore quote. So I did, did a little bit of Adam Sandler in there. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. And you could see Brendan's facial expressions if you go to the <laughs> there you YouTube. Go, look at that. That's good luck. We forget to plug the YouTube every single episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I think Jimmy's episode did really well on YouTube. Um, yeah, I mean, 50 views? <laughs> I think maybe close to, closer to a hot dog, but uh, we, we, didn't even, we didn't really dog. plug our... Uh, are you two for that one? But yeah, go go if you listen and you want to see some some great facial acting, go give us a view on YouTube. You know what? I'll say it now and I'll say it again at the end. But for Blitzball Battle Four, I would love for this YouTube channel to get to a hundred subscribers. It's it's a it's a modest ask. It's uh, one of our early asks, but I would love if we can get this from. I think we're, as I'm looking at it now, we're at twenty seven. Let's bump that up to a triple digit, please. By the end of this tournament, it'll be awesome. Let's just quadruple that. Let's give uh, that 27 a handful more zeros. Facelift. Let's get that shit into the millies. <laughs> to the millions. Okay, by the end of Blitzball Battle 4, we're not at a million subscribers. We're ending the podcast. Yeah, I want it's 27 over. million subscribers. He wants, wants 27 billion subscribers, or else he's going to crash his car into the same place that Billy Joel crashed. Oh, there could, That's many places. Uh-oh. That's too many places. <laughs> Uh-oh, you already made the promise. It's too late. It's too late. But yeah, what a fuck, like, the game starts off, and tell me if you felt the same way. I did. Uh, All right, moving on to inning two. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The game starts off, uh, and I kind of, like, Jack had a great pitch for strike one, Mm -hmm. and then he kind of lost it after that first at-bat against Jimmy Norp. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, you can't really fault Jimmy too much. Like, he's not a blitz ball guy. He's a wiffle ball guy. I'm sure he did his practicing before the tournament. Yeah. I mean, but, my, my like, first looks at Jimmy, uh, I, I knew he will be a hitter because he's, like, a, a wiffle ball person. Uh, right. I was surprised to see how good his stuff looked. Because, of course, you're not going to... Yeah, yeah I, I was surprised that he was able Save to have... from the bottom of the first, Brendy. Control. We're in the top of the first right now. Oh, okay, okay. But I'm just yeah. in general, overall, over overlooking the whole thing. Uh, yeah, like, it's talking about the new player. I, I, I knew hitter should be fine. If, eventually, he'll figure it out. Maybe he'll yeah. be, like, ahead of the ball because it's a little bit slower maybe than he's used to. But pitching-wise, like, I'm just glad he was able to throw strikes. I think that was like, my only my only ask for him going into the first game. It's like, hey, let's, let's see this guy be a capable pitcher. Maybe he's not going to be dominant right, right away. It's kind of like what we... I see him evolving the same way that I anticipate us to see Colin Stone evolve from Blitzball Battle 3 to 4. Yeah. Um, where, like, he just needs a little bit of time. I mean, the guy eh, throws a fucking ball. wiffle ball professionally. Like, I don't think... I know, like, it didn't click with me until Peter Moreland said, like, not a lot of movement on Jimmy Norp's pitches. And I was like, oh, shit, you're right. I was expecting, like, some Drew Davis kind of, like, curves. Yeah, yeah. Not curve balls, just, like, the ball Some, some sort of breaking balls, yeah. Yeah. He, he, th- he broke that out a little bit later in, I think, the first inning, but um, 
Right. He okay. he started to figure it out little by little. Um, he had it in not, the bag, but I was afraid to maybe break it out too early and like lose yeah. confidence in the pitches. Yeah, I was going to say not confident enough to to close out the game, uh, which we'll talk about later. But in that first inning, Jack like he he didn't seem like himself, and I'm sure this is going to change. I feel like every blitzball battle, like this is what happens. And the, and, the first and game of the tournament to too, and. He, right. the, everyone's going to be a little jumpy, maybe their first game too. They were, I think they were, he threw up a seventy six at some point or seventy four, maybe Something for a pitch. Crazy. Uh, and Joe even mentioned him. He's like, "It's all right. Like we we got the first inning jitters. Just like it'll it'll come down naturally once you once you right. get a better touch for it." But I mean, I, watching him for me, honestly, he looked just as sharp as ever. I, I think the stuff was is there. It's always going to be there. Uh, maybe it was just um, just a couple pitches. Just as sharp as ever. Yeah, he looked fantastic to me some of his breaking but from the start of the game yeah yeah he he just for me it was more control than than uh the pitches that got knocked were just middle middle and he knew you could see on his face he's like yeah that's me but he was he was piping left and right he had bottom pipe inside pipe outside pipe uh he, he just didn't have the consistency of pitches i don't know i don't know if i agree with that but like we've talked to jack about I can't remember if this was recorded or this was like before we were recording because you know we get you know how we are in interviews we get a little excited and we start asking questions before we start recording and then forget to ask mm-hmm. them on the recording yeah um he said that like he typically has this like learning not learning curve but like he has this point where he has to shake the rust off because even though him and Zoe are in the warehouse all the time he's not always throwing a blitz ball so he has to like reacclimate himself to the blitz ball, and I think by the end of the game, he looked deadly. But in this first inning, I was like, Jack needs to fucking put it together. Yeah. I'm not saying he did bad. He got got three strikeouts in the first inning. Yeah. Overall, what he he let up four runs total in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I think think it was just the stuff was there. Maybe he just missed a couple locations. I mean, like, he let up four runs, yeah, but, like, one was a three-run home run to Jimmy in this first inning and it's yeah. like yeah jimmy's jimmy's gonna get there jimmy yeah, when, when all your couple... runs for the most part come off of one swing i, I think it's it's right. fair to pick yeah it, if i had that one pitch back then right I'm it's totally fair. one run but what i'm saying is like we'll see when jack is at his full potential we'll see him like leave a whoopsie daisy over the middle pitch maybe twice in an entire game yeah and he had three or four in this first inning alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not saying Jack played poorly. I just don't think he's as, as good as he is in this first inning. Yeah, for That's sure. All. There's definitely some games where, like, when he's really there, he he doesn't have any of those, like you're saying. And he, right. he just you can see the fear in the hitter's eyes. It's like, I, I, I don't know what <laughs> to do right now with this guy, what to expect. Where maybe the reason why he even threw – get me over a fastball was because he's still trying to find it like you're saying right right and then we you know we saw this home run and then which really stunk because i'll tell you what they he struck out dan the app app before and i started to think oh jack was like he got a little sloppy let two runners on he's gonna get out of this unscathed this this first inning unscathed then absolute bomb from uh from Jimmy, if and I remember correctly, too, he, he he struck out Jimmy the first time he was up. Yep. So you're like, all right, it, it, he's he's got Jimmy's number, and then he comes up. I, I was I was honestly excited to see 
Jimmy Norp hit a home run so early in this tournament because it's like, oh shit, like this kid is here to play. He's not. He doesn't need time to acclimate the plate. He's he's up there. He's hacking. Um, and yep. I, uh, I guess while while we're talking about him now, give me your your sense of him as a player in this first game. I I, I think he's so fun and has so much energy. And it's, it's I, I, I can't believe how him. how great he is this early on. Oh my god! Every time the guy spoke, I was like, "Yes, great energy, great attitude." I think he's a great teammate for Dan too. Like, really, somehow of, of all the people there, like this is the guy that calms Dan down. He he just has such a malaise to uh, being in this warehouse, seemingly so. I'm, I'm sure he's like he's got things. some, I guess, like like calmness. But he, he's he's huh. got. To... <laughs> it's like that that uh, white spread you put on toast. <laughs> um. But he, he really doesn't look like he's shook by the warehouse at all. He, he's saying otherwise, but like the way he's playing and talking, it seems like, yeah, just in my backyard. Who cares? Yeah. He's just like, I just don't got it today. <laughs> like, okay, Jimmy. Like, yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> I guess he has, he, he understands. That's a, to have the wherewithal to be like, well, this is the first game of the fucking tournament. Who ca-? Like, Yeah. Normal people would be snowballing as soon as they start to like shit the bed a little bit. But he's like, well, you know what? This is round robin. Who cares? This is just for seeding. Like, he, he understands the situation at hand. He just needs to get his feet wet at the moment. Yeah, exactly. And and you know, he got a great hit off. Um, I have in my notes here that I forgot to talk about Dan and Jimmy's eye. For the most part, Dan like got antsy eventually, mm-hmm. but they had such a good eye where it looked like until the fourth at bat jack was taking this strategy of get him to chase at balls that just miss and just dan and jimmy were not biting any of it they were just sitting there and they were waiting Mm -hmm. um until you know jack changed his strategy for the for the second out where he struck dan out on three straight pitches um where he was just attacking the zone right then there's a home run and then Jack said, we're going back to making him swing. And that's when we saw Dan lose that good eye that we saw before. Yeah. Swing. I think it's when he like attacks him with like a, a few curveballs in a row. Yep. Which look, which and, is and also like, get, to be fair, were dirty. They were. And then you get three runs, which is a great start. Yeah. Because we've talked about this, right? We've talked about this in, in the Blitzball Battle 3 episodes, if you're listening to those. Um, all you're looking for in these innings is more than two runs. Three, four, five. You're in a solid position, right? Uh, two or less, and you got to be worrying a little. If bit. you if you get stopped, so they got their three. You get, yeah, yeah, it, it's tough because then the pressure's really on for that second time around. Right, exactly. Um, and then that then it brings it into the Wooga's pitching, and from everything we heard about Jimmy Norp, we touched on it before. Jimmy Norp, yeah, he's a good hitter. He's an even better pitcher, and we were all waiting to see what he was going to do. Um, and I think it's safe to say there's going to be some growing pains. I mean, yeah. first, what? Two at-bats. You get Jack hitting a single, Zoe hitting a home run. Then Jimmy finally gets a strikeout. Then Zoe hits a home run. Then Jack hits a home run. You know, yeah. like... Both, like, a couple, like, warehousey type home runs. I think Zoe's first one was a more is a home, more home-runny home run. Jack's, right. like, little reach-out home run was a warehouse ball. I think Zoe's second home run was a warehouse ball. But it's still, like... Yep. They, they know how to play. They know how to just get the barrel on the ball and let it fly. Uh, but that that just shows how well they're seeing these pitches. Um, I, I, I said it earlier with with Jimmy Norps and, and his pitching and stuff like that. I I didn't 
think he was going to be great in the first game pitching wise. I knew he would be good at hitting just because anyone yeah. that faces higher velo and then comes in the warehouse with a limit of 70 is going to see the ball really well. If anything, they'd have trouble uh, with the timing. But with the warehouse, if, you, if you're if you early on a ball, you can still foul it off and turn it into a single. So that's not yeah. the worst thing in the world. But uh, I, I, I knew he was going to struggle a little bit with pitching, but I thought it would be more with getting it over. So I, I, I'm glad hmm. to see that, if anything, he just needs uh, more confidence to get more movement, like Moylan was saying on his pitches. I think he just needs to throw it a little bit harder. Because I was watching his, his velo throughout that rough inning for him. Because I, right. I watched it through a second time to get a better feel for it. And he was kind of a lot of times sitting like mid-60s. And the warehouse players have just sort of evolved in a way that you kind of need to be topping out uh, at the velo. If you're going to throw fastballs, like sure, like great breaking balls are going to be a little, a little bit slower. Um, yeah. But if you're going to be throwing some sort of fastball, just the weird movement of a blitz ball, of a natural blitz ball pitch is not going to be enough anymore. It has to be in the upper 60s uh, for a regular fastball to kind of get by someone if it's going to be in the right. middle-ish of a plate. Uh, so I, I think Jimmy Norp was just trying to make sure he was maybe not, just, maybe just not embarrassing himself in the beginning. Just like, let me get this, let me get this stuff over and build on the pitches from there. Yeah. I mean, like like you were saying, the time that I noticed it, and I put it in my notes, I don't know if you saw, because I know you looked at them a little late, was like, yeah. after Jack's home run, the first pitch that he threw to Zoe was a strike that hit the pipe. It was like bottom, outside pipe it hit. And I like noticed, I was like, did he take some off? Is he like trying to get a little more accurate here? Yeah. And then Zoe yelled out, he's like, did you take some off of that? And I was like, yeah, I, knew, yeah. I knew I wasn't crazy. <laughs> um. Kristen and I were watching The Nanny today. And <laughs> I was we, just talking about The Nanny in my other podcast before. Brendan. I hated The Nanny growing up. It was one of those uh, like Nick at Night shows that I was like, I'm nope. Fully when is George Lopez on? How was it on Nick at Night? All, it's the horniest show I've ever seen in my life. And that's what I also said. I was like, well, now as a, as a man, I would have loved this show because Nanny's fucking hot. <laughs> and she's still <laughs> hot to this day. I did. <laughs> like, we were watching this. It this show is making me laugh like fucking crazy. Really, it, let's check oh, it out again. It is, but we were watching today, and this is why I'm bringing this up because I got ADD. Okay, there we go. Um, there was a guest actor in it, and Chris and I are looking at him like, "Why does this guy look so familiar?" Uh-huh. And then we fit, we put it together. We go, "Oh, is this? That's the guy from like the X Men movies, I think, and he was in Twenty Seven Dresses." And he was in the Sonic movie and that the jurors, the whatever, that one, the show. Oh, are you, are you talking you about know, like the one that takes care of Sonic in the Sonic movie? Yeah. Do you know who oh. his name? I don't do know, know his, his name? name. That's crazy. He was in the nanny, though. It was James really Marsden, right? There James Marsden. So we look at it. We're like, oh, I was like, oh, I think his name is James Marsden. So we click info on the TV button. It shows up as Jimmy Marsden. Jimmy. So, so I guess he used to go as Jimmy back in the day, but <laughs> now he wants to be taken more seriously in uh, his roles in Sonic the Hedgehog. He needs to. He needs to. Yeah, he needs to be taken more seriously as Sonic's caretaker. Um, but that's just every time we say Jimmy today, that's all I've been thinking of is Jimmy Marsden. Jimmy Marsden. <laughs> get <laughs> next next year. Get Jimmy Marsden as a as a character in the warehouse. He's on the pod. He's coming on the pod. Uh, but, he's been watching. But, uh, yeah, like, he slows it down for the, this at-bat against Zoe, and, you know, it works out. I think that was, like, the first breaking ball he threw. Out. 
Does was, he strike him out? Yeah, he strikes him out. It's later on where he gets the ground out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if I'm Denzel, wrong, I, I don't know if I'm wrong, but this is what I think his early arsenal was. Besides that little slide slide piece he was throwing, right? Mostly fastballs, but I think the fastball he's throwing, I think he was doing that little that knuckle fastball. Mm. That instead, if you throw the regular fastball with your two fingers, this is why we have YouTube. You get that left to right movement as a righty. <laughs> he's throwing that one with the left to right, and he then he was doing the same exact arm motion with the knuckle that gives you the more uh, left than down motion. I think you those think are the two things he was throwing. So same same arm and then flipping off rows. Oh, yeah, <laughs> uh. yeah. <laughs> that's what it looks like to me. The shape of his pitches, but again, like maybe not throw. It. The same thing happens to me whenever I throw that pitch to Chris when I'm playing with my buddy famous in this podcast Chris famous asks the all podcast. the questions to the interview players um, I'll throw that pitch to him if I don't throw it hard enough I'm like how did you hit the, it, it goes at his head and then ends up in the strike zone but he'll still like absolutely demolish that pitch if I don't throw it hard because I think it, it like lazily will move and it won't be sharp and I think maybe that's what was going on with Jimmy Norps be sharp pitches. yeah was this a music podcast <laughs> <laughs> he said Got that as a bad joke into it. And I liked it a lot. You, <laughs> it's really good. Um, but then Zoe Homer's again first maximum we've seen in the tournament. Yeah. Uh, obviously first game. <laughs> um, it's just crazy how good everyone's got. Like this is like, Jimmy Norp throwing these exact pitches, the same arsenal in BB one. I think it's striking yeah. everybody out. Everyone just has gotten better. Everybody's gotten better. Every single one of them. Um. At this point, I thought there was no way we got ice was losing this game. The, the momentum shift in this game was was nuts, like back and forth. It like, was crazy. It wasn't the, even back and forth. It was. I feel like it was all we got ice up until one moment. Well, I mean, like the, but we, the two innings, the two half innings we've gone over so far, the bottom of the first, like oh shit, like I didn't expect these two to hit this well. Like they're a new team. Okay. Um, they put up three, like you're saying, it was like a big number to start off. You feel pretty good going into that bottom. And then they get whacked with five. Like, oh, right. shit. And then they're not the ones who win. It is, it is... Spoiler. I'm the video game boy. I'm the one who wins. <laughs> there you go. Game it, Grumps reference. Uh, okay. Uh, I thought it was the show that was like, you're like trying out something. You're trying a new improv version of Breaking Bad or something. I'm trying out a new improv version of Breaking Bad. <laughs> but the video game version. <laughs> the video game version of Breaking Bad. Um... Then we go into the second inning. And honestly, like in retrospect, at the time, momentum-wise, I was thinking, we got ice have this game in the bag. There's no way they're not going to lose. Because now, now Jack's gotten the rust off. They've gotten their five. Right. And now he's going to shut them out. But we know that Zoe has, Zoe has to come in and, and pitch. Right. Um, Which wasn't really like, the problem. No, not at all. We look back at this, and it, this whole... The three runs in the first inning is so important comes into play here because yeah. it's like, yeah, they just hit the max, but we're only down two runs, right? You know, so we could do something yeah, here, and that's just that's what they do. That's a great point. Like mathematically, it is so important to get above that two mark because you know, worst case scenario, your opponent can get only get five, right? So you could stay exactly. within two. Yeah, you're in a good spot. Three is a big ask. Two seems a lot more reasonable. Yeah. And you, you see in this, um, you see in this inning, Zoe's pitching, and you know he's not doing great. And is it is it a is it a bit of 
they feel comfortable in their lead, so they're allowing Zoe a little more leash, or like, and they know they need to get you know, it like out. once Jimmy hits a double in that third at bat, mm-hmm. I feel like I would be like, let's get Jack to getting out, and then Zoe could finish it off because right. right now we need to like do something. But then Dan hits a pitch that he's really, really unlucky wasn't a home run. Yeah. Because he yeah. hits a double to drive in a run um, where this was like it clipped the ceiling and started coming down. It like just missed yeah, the home Yeah, it was, run it was just the, in the, the placement at which it hit the ceiling. Right. So he got real unlucky there. Zoe got very lucky. Uh, and then that's yeah, when I, I, they Dan's, brought Jack that, that double by Dan would have gone further than one of Zoe's home runs. Right. Right. Exactly. Then they bring Jack back in who walks Jimmy. Um, and then Jack pretty much stays in until that last at bat where Jack, and this is where I was talking about before, like didn't feel like Jack where he gives up a walk. He gives up a single. He drove in a run because he hit Jimmy twice. Yeah. You know, like very un Jack like the walk was to, to bring in that sixth run, right? Yes, and that was on the uh, the slider that Jack looked like he thought maybe Jimmy leaned into it. Well, he didn't lean into it. He just didn't try and get out of the right, way. Right, right. Which which was I, I was appreciative of of having Moylan up there because he's like, you know what, like you're kind of just going through the motion of your swing. Like you are moving your arms towards that ball anyway. You're up in the zone. You didn't you you didn't by any means do anything to go out of your way to knock the ball away from the strike. Right. So it's totally valid. Right. So I, I like Trevor that explanation. Crossed. Trevor got tossed. Trevor got tossed. Big panic. <laughs> it was, it really, I did enjoy watching someone get tossed and then end up just like yelling from the broadcast booth <laughs> upstairs. <laughs> it's so funny. Panic. <laughs> we love panic on this pod. Yes. So I've always loved all big. the umpires in this show. Even like in the early days before I knew who they were. Yeah. I've always loved panic. And I think who's Kyle the other one that does? Uh, Kyle's the other one. Yes. I've loved them both. Um, have you seen the Forgotten Rotten jerseys? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, they're really cool. I love. I like, always love their subtle, colorway. like leopard print, but it's yellow yeah. on yellow leopard print. It's so dope. So I've I've gotten two Forgotten Rotten pieces of merch. You're a fan. Over the course of my life, first one came way too small. I ordered a medium, small. and it was like definitely like a women's large or something. Women's, Could barely fit. Large. Gave it to Nicole. She wore it to the Blitzball Blitz finale. Then I asked for Christmas for another like shirt of the rotten, but a different color. I think the first one was like light blue, it was like the Brewers colors. Wow. The one I got was like navy blue with rotten on the front. This one also, I don't know what the fuck size they ordered for Christmas because same size as the one that does not fit at all. So I have two shirts that look like I'm a bodybuilder, even though I weigh like 160 pounds. So. I'm gonna. So I have nothing that fits I me from Forgotten Rotten. I need to buy another shirt from from them. <laughs> I reached out to BBD today because I'm thinking of buying a uh, a jersey, and I asked. I said, "Hey, BBD, hypothetically, if somebody is like in between a large and an extra large, me, what size jersey should they buy?" And he goes, uh, "Small." Hypothetically speaking, from someone who's actually who's in the same size range, <laughs> get the extra large. <laughs> like, okay, you got it. Yeah. So I guess their stuff runs a little small. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh 
Zoe's strikeout to get out of this inning. Talk about it a little bit. Um, he screamed "fuck yeah" or something like that. Uh oh, Brendan, what just happened? Uh, I ate, I ate punched a few, by I ate a ghost. Flies. Yeah, punched by a ghost. Yeah, because I ate a few flies. And this he was is like, what Oh, Brendan, like. are you okay? And he punched the flies back out of my mouth. <laughs> I don't know if you. I don't know if you saw this your screen, but this is what it looked like when you just coughed. So, Whenever I know I have to like, cough, I try and quickly get away from the mic, but I guess it, it must have looked a little funny. Tayzonde chocolate rain style. <laughs> <laughs> chocolate rain. Chocolate rain. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Zoe gets this massive strikeout to end the inning, and then again, Peter's sitting over here thinking they only need two runs to win, one run to tie. Zoe just got this massive out. Especially after they put up five Momentum's before. on their side. Zoe st- yeah. And Zoe getting the, the stop there uh, really makes you feel like we could do anything right now. Zoe just hit three home runs. He's pitching well. It was at the point where I, was, I almost wrote Zoe in as player of the game before the game was over. That's why you don't um, do that. That's why you don't do that. Uh, you'll see why in a bit. Um, but... I fully thought was like I was like that's it. The momentum is fully on. We got ice. Like in my head, the calculator's running, and it's like, oh, we got ice. Eighty-five percent chance to win this game. Ninety-five percent <laughs> chance to win this game. Yeah. Um. Because you know that Dan has to get some outs. Right. I think at least Dan has to get at least one out. I yeah. think. And we've because seen they didn't... Dan over the, por- the course of the past few tournaments. He can be lethal. He he can he has a really good running two seam fastball, um, right. but doesn't Dan's locate a weapon. it well. Dan yeah. is a weapon. We'll talk about later, but Dan is a weapon in the at bat off. Oh my god! Because that's I was going to talk about that too. We will. Oh, we will. Yeah. But so we come in here right into the second inning. We got ice. Just needs two runs. Jack is a little off his game today, but it's okay because Zoe is on his and then some. Mm-hmm. Um, when Zoe bats, do you think he leans back too far? Um, not like not like for any sporting purposes. Just like you look at him and you're like, "Why, why are you doing that?" I can see if anything, it's like too. It's like a timing mechanism in a way Mr. that obtuse. It, it like makes you have to spend time getting back upright before the pitch comes, which helps you maybe swing a little bit later. Uh, because it's so easy to swing early with those light bats. So anything Mr. to slow Mechanics. yourself down, I would say would Mr. work Mr. Mechanics, me. Brendan Ruppel, thank you. There you go. You're welcome. You little engineer. You're an engineer. I probably couldn't even change my oil if I had to. <laughs> You're an engineer. You're Mr. Mechanics. I changed a tire once. Once? Terrified. I, mechanic. I was terrified my car was going to fall off of the, the lift that I, you know, like the little crank thing that comes with sometimes. Yeah. I was like, this the is jack. Gonna, this just, jack is not going to... I was so scared. Not, but not mechanic. Mechanics. Arr. Oh. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. I don't, but continue. I see what you're saying. <laughs> I see what you're saying. I, I see what you're saying. Bane's back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not uh, blissful battle without Bane. No, it's no blissful battle without Bane or milk. Um, True. We got. I was thinking about this the other day too. We built up ourselves as such a milk pot in the early days. <laughs> And then we haven't mentioned milk since. We'll bring it back. Ball and play, I think. We'll bring it back. And maybe, then we didn't even talk episode. about it. Well, now we have. 
We didn't talk about it in oh, Captain's okay. League ball well, and play. I guess it was such a ball and play thing that, yeah, we didn't talk about the sponge ball with the milk in it at all. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. On our I, I assume we must have lost a lot of uh, followers. Yeah, we lost a lot. But, so he strikes out Zach. Oh, Zach. Oh, fuck. All right, let's redo oh, the podcast right. from the beginning. Run it back. Um, We're back and full of milk. <laughs> Get the milk in there early. <laughs> uh <laughs> We he strikes out Jack after going down two zero early mm-hmm. in the count, um, and that's when I was like, "Okay, we got ice has you know two at bats now to capitalize, yeah. right?" Then they get a walk, which is like, "Okay, that's not awful. It doesn't really do anything for momentum purposes." Um, and then Jack pops one up to uh, Dan. And I go, it is crazy how in my mind, and I told you this before we started recording, like I started shaking. Yeah. I was so like excited about like I had no idea what was going to happen next. Mm-hmm. Even if you pause the the video and see how much time is left. Right. Like you have no idea what's going to happen. My first time too, I had the luxury of I was watching live. So I, I got to, yeah. I, I wouldn't have known that it was, if you see it at an hour, normally going into it you're like oh we got actress on our hands yeah so it was great to see it live and not know what was going on well it was even like because i don't know how their production i didn't know how their production was going to be i was like okay when this happened there was about five minutes left in the video yeah and i was like okay they could like yeah walk it off right didn't go here. on for very long so it wasn't like no that much bonus content so i was, was like they could in general either walk it off here and then peter and chris do a little like talk about for the yeah, game yeah. that lasted a little bit or we're going to extras and they're going to end it right when the game ends. Right, so there's no I way had to know. no idea what was going to happen, but he strikes Jack out and I'm like, Oh my God, that this is where I didn't go back. And I said, Woogas are winning this game. That <clears throat> pitch sequence too, by the way, was amazing. And Dan's always had that two seamer that runs. Right. And it's, it's such a good two seamer in the way that a lot of people's will, have a little bit of that like diagonal run and rise at the same time. His almost like just darts straight to the right, and it looks faster than anyone's two seamer or fastball just because of how much it moves right. horizontally. It's beautiful. Um, but this his patch he added this year seems like he added maybe he's got an, another one that's doing that knuckle fastball because his looks like a sinker. I think what his drop fastball is doing is what Jimmy Norp wants his to do. Um, and it will eventually yeah and it will but they th- that was what essentially was was leaving jack just confused at the plate and didn't even swing and struck out so good because you're expecting the fastball just like all right well I, if he throws it over the top it'll start outside and eventually run in this one is just right. it's like an araldus chapman sinker or a splitter when it's working who's that some asshole <laughs> <laughs> it's big legs but yeah like Dan gets the second out. I think that's it. Wooga's win. It clearly the adrenaline gets to Dan. He throws a five pitch walk. He's cursing yeah. at every pitch. Yeah, he says. Actually, uh, I, I finally, I'm, you know what? This I'm going to do my best to watch all the post games this tournament. He says in post game, he's like, you know me. You know, sometimes you know I, I can find it a little bit, and then I might just lose it out of nowhere. <laughs> it's just kind of yeah. how I roll. Uh, whether yep. it be from just like mental stuff or from being tired, but I think you could feel it just from watching, just like. All right, it, it, you can see it unravel quickly just because of like maybe confidence reasons, whatever it might be. Right. 
Yeah, and it happens. Yeah, it happens you know? to me. It happens. It's uh, like not even confidence things. Like it's just like he could be like, you, "Wow, you I just got two fucking outs against Jack." That's awesome. His heart starts pumping like yeah, crazy, yeah. and he, you know, he throws a little ball a little too high, spikes a ball because his adrenaline's going totally. nuts. Um, Jack gets a hit, and then he ends up walking Zoe, which ties the game. But Brendan, like I said. It didn't do anything for me. Like, I was like, Woogas are still going to win this game. I think this is too little too late for We Got Ice. Mm-hmm. Then you have Jimmy come in to face Jack, and there was, uh, what was it, like, first pitch? Jack dribbled one back up to Jimmy, and yeah. we're going to an at-bat off. And, and that little conversation, I, I, I don't want to go unnoticed. Also, just more example of Jimmy Norp just being a great teammate. teammate. Just like, yeah, they have that little conference, and Jimmy Norp's like, how you feeling? Do you want me to go in? Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's <just> like, <laughs> ah, whatever. Yeah, I'll throw a couple pitches. He was like, I think you could do it. And then Dan was like, you please go in. Yeah. He's like, and he was like, whatever okay. you need me to do. After you like got it, kind of getting lit up when he last pitched last, he's like, well, yeah, I, I need to figure this out at some point. So this is a team effort. Let me go in there and help you out. Jimmy Norp is so likable. Yeah. He's cool so likable. I can't wait to talk um, to him on the show. Me too. You heard it here first. Next episode. Oh, next episode. James Norp. Uh, Jimmy Marson, same episode. (laughs) Into the bat-off. And then this is what we were talking about before, where Dan is like the perfect at-bat-off pitcher because he throws so many balls, but when he gets something in the zone or roughly around the zone, it looks lethal. Yeah. It looks completely lethal to the point where it was so good for Wugas because... Jimmy could say, I'm going to bat right. against Jack. You pitch against Zoe because Dan did so well before, and like he doesn't have to worry about walks, so <clears throat> who cares? It's one of the best you know? balances of a team in the way that, for this particular situation, you have two guys that are both good at the other thing. Like yes. you had Jimmy Norby, you know, at this point in the tournament anyway, is going to be your batter, and he doesn't really fully have it together pitching yet. Luckily, Dan just showed that he can be dirty if need be, and in a place where balls don't matter, which was his biggest problem when balls did matter. So it, it, it is a, the perfect situation with both sides of the coin working out right. in favor. And then you have Jack going up against Jimmy. As we've talked about, Jack kind of was not himself in this game. Jimmy only gets a single. Um, which still puts is pressure like, on the other team, though, a little bit. It puts pressure on Zoe. Because I feel like yes. doubles aren't all that common. Well, listen, right? Yes, Zoe had three home runs in this game. Yeah. Zoe's last three at-bats in the game, I'm sorry, not at-bats, plate appearances in the game, walk, walk, walk. You yeah. know? Yeah. So he's cooled off considerably right. since Hasn't he hit those home runs. Going on, yeah. And we saw it because Dan's throwing ball after ball after ball, and it's the same thing. Like, well, uh, when did we talk? We talked about this in Blitz, I think, where we think that we thought that Nikki had – figured out the strategy for the at-bat off to just throw a bunch of balls and then sneak in a strike and, like, just right. get the batter very unprepared right, like for what's Nikki was next. really good at purposefully being effectively wild, where that's just Dan Work's regular repertoire. <laughs> it's, like, just pure pure genius on his part. We thought Nikki did it on purpose. Dan just got fortuitous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, but then, yeah, he strikes out Zoe. And Wugas win the first game, taking out what I believe is the favorites of the tournament, and we got ice. And Wugas being like maybe one of the biggest question marks of a team. Everybody else, you can kind of like Dan Rourke, you never know what you're going to get. 
right. and a, a new character here. So like that combination new is character. like, the, at least with, with with Forgotten Rotten, we very well Give know half of them. But this team early on shows you what they got. I love it. Yeah. Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> Good. You're welcome. Sorry, Brendan. <laughs> uh, you good to go into it? Hit it. Layer of the game. Player of the game. Wow. I have it to start off so with Battle be Four. Back. We're back, baby. Play roulette, me love you. <laughs> <laughs> you got it at the end of one episode of I don't even know what show, but that's all you get. The end, I think what we talked about was uh, you were going to surprise me with it in one of the awards episodes. Uh-huh. I definitely did. You didn't? We never got it on this show. Not live, but I attacked it on in post for some episode. No, you did not. I did. No. It's somewhere. I listened to every episode. Maybe you did it on Lonely Boys. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> who knows? Because I don't listen Do to lonely boys. Right. Some some had a, a lot of people very confused in that show. Maybe or on the YouTube because I don't usually uh, okay, watch maybe. the YouTube. Well, gotta go back and watch it all now. Yeah. Um, I have player of the game to start off this Blitzball Battle Four tournament, and like I said before, I was very close to giving it to Zoe, and I think that Zoe probably deserved it for a little bit. Yeah. But by the end of the game. Dan Rourke, Dan Rourke came out and ripped it out of his hands. Dan took the momentum from We Got Ice almost single-handedly um, in the the bottom of the second inning. Even in the in the top of the second when he got that double to score a run. Um, do I have? Or he scored two runs. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So. On the home run and a double, maybe. Did he hit a home run? No, Jimmy uh, hit a Jimmy home Jimmy run. Jimmy home run him in, and then he get, and then Jimmy hit a double to knock him in at some point. Oh, 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 okay. So Jimmy hit a home run. Okay, so he got runs. He got those strikeouts to get them back in the game. He fully pulled the momentum like a one man tug of war. Mm-hmm. Pulled the momentum back to the side of Wugas. Is that what You're you wrong. call it? No, <laughs> but like in my head, it was like what I meant by one man tug of war is he, him on one side, the We Got Ice Boys on the other, and he forcefully just ripped them across the Okay, okay. To take the momentum back. I, I, it really Not word, it, it sounds filthy. I've never heard of that phrase before. Sounds, it, it sounds does sound filthy. filthy. <laughs> it does sound filthy. It does sound filthy. And like overly this descriptive. Is, Blitzball boys after dark. Mom, get out. I'm having a one-man tug of war. <laughs> Mom, I'm competing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a great award for a great man. Nope. And and also just, uh, he, he's so entertaining. He is. He's so great. He is, In this game, he really stepped up and made it like, hey, this is going to be so rude, but it's true. It's like Dan Rourke is no longer like a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. He or like a bring, fill-in guy. He is bringing it this time. Yeah, that, that, that's why it's important. That's why he, he also would have been mine too, just because he 
is now he's not being carried by someone anymore. He's he's now like you're saying not not a disadvantage anymore. He's a plus to uh, to your team. He's not just there, right? Hoping you, if he runs into something or finds something, uh, you you can maybe now start to depend on him a little bit, just a little. <clears throat> yeah. No more Baby than steps. that. Baby steps. No more than that. Yeah. Just a little. Um, but yeah, Dan for sure deserved it. Absolutely. For sure deserved it. Only let up one run. For sure, but for sure, but especially in the at bat off, like we were talking about. In the at bat off, Dan was <clears throat> the most critical part of that because he was, for lack of a better term, so erratic. I think you say, well, for lack of a better term, it was doing you know, a one man tug of war. For lack of a better term, he was like tugging that war. <laughs> he was tugging his rope so hard he was playing tug of war. Is that there what I go. said? Something like that. <laughs> Play <laughs> of the game. Play the game. Play of the game also goes to Dan Rourke. Wow. I was thinking about making it a pitching one, but Dan Rourke's pitching has not always been like the biggest issue. He he has always shown signs of right. being able to um, play tug of war with himself. Play tug of war with himself. He, he's always been able to have. He has <laughs> always had some good stuff, um, but he's always struggled for me to play. He's had that fly swatter type swing that we've. All mm. giggled at in the past, um, <laughs> and he he just he had it a couple times today too, but only when he was like really fooled in a curveball. But this play of the game for me goes to his double to knock in uh, the tying run at the knock time, because because at that point, sure he had maybe gotten a hit mm-hmm. in the first inning, but it was kind of just like a warehouse like ceiling ball that might have been a pop up or caught, and like if if you're playing outdoors. Um, but that was like a, a, a double with authority that should have maybe been a home run outside. Well, his single in the first inning was a dribbler up the side that Jack Enzo, Jack dove for it. Yeah, I think. yeah. Enzo it it wasn't like it. by any means like a nice hit though. Right. Um, but this was one was was timely, and it showed like, hey, he's not here just to get like lucky warehouse hits. He's here to True. hit uh, timely, and and well, he can he, he can mash a little bit. Yeah, mesh like potatoes. Mesh like a potato. I think this. I don't know why. For some reason, I'm trying to create sound bites this season. <laughs> the season. Like of sound I don't. Bites. I don't know what's going on. Season of sound bites, baby. <laughs> Get used to it. But yeah, I mean, I we were talking about this before. Uh, the play of the game had to go from to, for Dan Rourke, whether it was the hit, like you just said, mm-hmm. whether it was um, if it was me, if I had play of the game today, I would have picked his strikeout of. Jack to start the second inning, yeah, because it was Stops such a momentum changer. Yeah, absolutely, it was massive. Because mm-hmm. at that point, like he didn't even celebrate it that much. It was just kind of like, okay, let's keep working. Yeah, um, which is exactly what you wanted to see. Absolutely, if you were a fan of the Woogas in this game, or even like the pop up that he just caught in his glove. Yeah, super easy pop. Yeah, done. I think the reason why it wasn't a defensive one for me was just because it's something that wasn't that surprising. I, I think the hitting was more surprising than uh, his defense yeah. stuff. You know, in that Spider-Man movie, I forget which one it is, when uh, I think it was the third one, Spider-Man 3. Where he's walking down the, the sidewalk? Where he stops the train. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That was Dan Rourke in this game. <laughs> like, there, there was this, you know, they come off, uh, We Got Ice comes off this first inning where they get the max 
And then Dan steps in. Wow. And and he stops the subway from going off careening into the ocean. And then when he wins um, the game, he can be the Venom version of Spider-Man where he's walking down the sidewalk. Yeah. The Venom version of Spider-Man. Then yeah, he could yeah. be the Andre the Giant version of, anybody want a peanut? <laughs> <laughs> Funny movie, funny movie. Maybe not supposed to be funny. I love that movie. But it's funny. You guys hated that movie, The Princess think, Bride. Yeah, I really didn't like that at all. I know. It's, I it's love. Very, it's, the I, Princess I think it's widely beloved. I just maybe it was in a bad spot mentally or something. We watched it in college, and I was the only one who enjoyed the movie. And it was before we even started watching one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I, I think I, I'm of the camp of people that believes that space is better than old. And that's too old, and I want new stuff. I want I want space is better than if old. You have to it's pick a between... season of sound bites, baby. <laughs> <laughs> if you have to pick between space and old, I'm picking space. <laughs> Princess Bride looks old, is old. I want to be out in the stars. I like that star. Not too not too much of a fan of this dust right here. You get, it. get this. Let's get this out of here. Space <laughs> yeah. versus old. Hmm. Okay. So Wooga's versus hook line. You're going for. Mm. Or I'm sorry, Wooga's versus baggage. You're going for. I'm going. If it's in sports, I'm going old. No, Brendan. You've already took taken your stand. All right. Space. <laughs> fine. Fine. <laughs> space. But Dan. <laughs> deserved play of the game he no did. matter what it he was did. i can't think of a single play in this game that was more impactful than the three dan Rourke plays we just mentioned the hit the pop-up and the strikeout i can't uh, unless the swing off and the, which is also a strikeout so i mean like yeah, it's yeah. all all fast is the game he knows. all dan Rourke. flowers all day are going to dan plant him also a nice man when we met him he was amazed that i had ever listened to um toe in the slab He's yeah, like, really? That's amazing. <laughs> like, what a Such genuinely a nice, nice dude. Such so cool. a nice guy. Great to listen to. Yeah. Great content. But, Brendan, we're recording this on the 20th, mm-hmm. the night of the 20th. Yes. I'll put a timestamp on it, 10.36 mm-hmm. p.m. Have you watched the Rotten versus Baggage game? I have not. I was recording another show before this. We didn't do this yesterday because it was your wife's birthday, and wife's birthday. I had just flown back in from seeing my sister in South Carolina. So South we're Jack-a-Lag. a little behind, but we both have not watched the show that's coming out tonight. We have not watched Baggage versus Rotten, so, we so we're going to do our, predictions. Yeah, unadulterated <laughs> predictions. Even though you guys already know what happened. Mm-hmm. We just want to let you know how smart we are when we get this right right now. Yep. Go ahead, Brendan. You make your prediction first. Uh, I, th- I think on the pregame show... Two of the three people on the panel guessed baggage, and I'm with them. Uh, I'm going to go baggage. Wow. We don't know what Mystery Man Marshall is going to bring to the table. He looks like – I don't know any of his skill set. He looks like he's going to struggle uh, throwing the ball, and I think he's going to walk a lot of people, and it's going to be Unbelievable. tough. Unbelievable. Uh, and I like the way Jimmy and Jake have looked in other sports and knowing behind the scenes of like what they've been doing to work on stuff and get better. Jake throws harder. Jimmy fixed his swing. They're going all the way. I, I, I love I, if they could start all the tournament the way. By, if they could start the tournament by by defeating the Almighty Forgotten Rotten, I think that is a huge confidence boost to the two of them because the two of them both need, especially Jimmy, need 
confidence. And if they could get it early, that will go such a long way for them. That's crazy. I think Forgotten Round is going to win. Okay. And I think Marshall's going to get five of their eight runs. Wow. Wow. Why? Because I heard Marshall speak, and he sounds like the kindest man alive. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, Marshall, just the way he looks and the way he was speaking, fully a Marshall fan this year. Okay. And I want him to do well, so I'm going to manifest it. Okay. I'm going to man- like- manifest the tournament that happened last year. Uh, so I, Mar- I think uh, Forgotten Rotten is going to win eight to seven. All right. Because um, I, I do think that Baggage is going to perform well. Jimmy and Jake look like they've been playing better than they've ever played before in ball and play that we saw with Jimmy and Jake. And then just in everything, I think that they're coming to play this year and they're going to do really well. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I'm going to give Baggage the win 7-5. to five. All five scored by? All five scored by Marshall. James Marsden. We are Jimmy Marsden. We are Jimmy Marsden Pod, Milk Pod, Marsden Pod. <laughs> that's the, yes. That's Blissful Battle Four's bit. Is Jimmy Marsden? <laughs> Jimmy Marsden. <laughs> Thank you, the nanny. <laughs> uh, but beyond that, Brendy, what should people be drinking? Drink subtle tea. It's the drink made by me. Uh, you can find it online at thesubtlety.com. Get uh, $2 off your order of a 12-pack with code HOPPYBOYS. The Hoppy Boys is my other podcast I was just recording before this. Uh, we talk about beer. You can listen to that show anywhere you get your podcasts. There will be commercials soon on this very podcast for our upcoming month of Malt Madness, we like to call it. It's our, actually MM4. It's, it's our fourth Malt Madness to go wow. on with the Battle 4. Um, so <clears> tune <throat> into that. It's our March Madness-style beer bracket tournament that takes all month long, and it's a lot of fun. Peter will be a guest on one of those. Actually, two of those. He'll be a main guest on one. You'll be in the finals in some way, shape, or form. Some way, shape, or form. Look out for that. It's going to be a lot, a Look lot of fun. And that's all for me. No, it's not. When this episode comes out tomorrow, what will you be doing tomorrow night? I'll be flicking around. Actually, I won't. Be. Maybe I'll be playing a little bit, but I'll be running a Vino Ball tournament, and hopefully everyone will have had a lot of fun, and um, it won't be a disaster. But I'm excited to run an event of Vino Ball because I'm excited to just like be around a bunch of people playing the sport in the same room. It's going to be fun to play more than just one board at a time and see like eight boards flicking around at the same time. It's just going to be a lot of good energy and a lot of happy faces and also just introducing a bunch of new a bunch of people to this sport for the first time is going to be fun right. to see how they take to it richie showed me the boards that you guys got mm-hmm. they look so good they're cool I'm who excited. designed the logo uh richie designed that and then had someone on fiverr kind of update it a little bit make it cleaner but he was like you- how do you think about this i was like can you put ash get some glove on that and he's like i think i can <laughs> <laughs> Looks cool. I love that. Where is it? Uh, at U.S. Brews and Centerports, if you're a local Long Islander. We'll what be time? trying to do these once a month, so uh, obviously you won't be able to make this one by the time you hear this, but uh, it'll, they might. Be, it'll be at 7.30 p.m. Yeah, they might make it. Maybe. If you were, We're if doing you day of sign-up, so. If you put this up tonight or tomorrow morning. Yeah, if you're a Centerport, maybe this totally this, possible. A lot of New Yorkers probably listen to this. So. A lot of New Yorkers probably listen to this. 
I will be plugging my brother Matt Del Rey. I love him very much. He's a good boy. If you see him, give him a hug and a kiss. God knows he needs it. Um, I can't plug Sea of Stars anymore because we're it's a new season. It's true. So I got to find a new game to plug. A prime example of space being better than old though. Sea of Stars doesn't take place in space. Stars. Sea of Stars is old. But they're in the stars. Space. You know that's not true. You know what the Sea of Stars is. The second half is kind of like in the stars. The second half is kind of like in the stars. Cyborgs. Yeah. Yes. (gasps) Spoiler. (laughs) So what is is this season's plug then? Um, Donkey Kong 64. Okay. Play Donkey Kong 64. Oh, no. You know what it should be? Play uh, Pokemon Heart Gold Soul Silver. There you go. That's what it should be. That's what I'm doing. I'm grinding up to beat Red right now. Nice. So join me. <laughs> on the quest. Um, beyond, beyond that, Brendy, uh, ask me the question. You got anything else you want to talk about? Oh, shit. Yes. We mentioned it before. <laughs> That's why we well, asked uh, the question. <laughs> listen, listen to us on the YouTubes. There you go. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, boys I- Media. Type in uh, Blitzball Battle 4... Blitzball boys, and it'll probably it'll come pop up. up. Please, but yeah, subscribe, please. I love, I love when people subscribe. It's always fun. Um, I know more people watch than subscribe, like all YouTube channels. But please smash it; it'll help us out, and okay. uh, we'd love to see it happen. We love to see let's it happen. To, let's get to hundred by the end of Blitzball battle. Let's get to the un- end of the hundreds by the Blitzball battle. That's right. Brenny, ask me the question now. Do you have anything else you need to talk about? Nope. Bye.